0: YouTube.com slash That's YouTube.com slash M-A-Y-H-E-W-M-A-Y-H-E-M.
1: Hello welcome to another episode of 30 Minutes of Mayhem. I am your host, my name is Michael Mayhew, and I am here with my co-hosts.
2: Nick from YouTube.com slash the Tic Tac Man, and joining us
1: is the man
2: whose main crush is Candy Crush, not the game, just the act of making himself a diabetic. Sup everybody, it's me, Greg. And our special, extra special intern, Emmanuel.
1: As I said, welcome to 30 Minutes of Mayhem, the podcast your mother can be ashamed of. And tell me, Greg, why is this the podcast your mother can be ashamed of? Because, let's face it, man, I'm never prepared
3: for anything. Thing. And that's just absolutely shameful. I'm never prepared for recording. I'm never prepared for coming up with insults. You know, I'm, I'm barely prepared for life as it is. So, I mean, you know, I think my uh, my mom's plenty ashamed of shame to me for the fact that I'm never prepared for
1: anything. That is exactly correct. Now, speaking of being prepared, Greg, do you feel as though you're prepared for hashtag take Greg's V card? If you're interested in punching Greg's V card, you can email us 30 ham at gmail.com. Tweet at us on Twitter 30 i n s. mayhem on twitter and let us know that you want to not just punch his ugly but you also want to punch his v-card you want to holster his cock with your vagina let us know email us 30minutes mayhem at gmail.com greg do you feel as though you are prepared for your cock to be holstered with a vagina i've been prepared since my balls first dropped nick do you feel as though greg is prepared
2: greg knows not what he's getting into when the kraken
1: is released he shall drown those, <laughs> those are the wise words of Nick, the Lady Master, letting you know that you are not ready for when the Kraken true. is released.
2: I have mastered
1: a lady or two. Amanda, how do you feel about that? Do you feel like he's truly ready?
0: I'm going to say he's ready, but you're going to need someone to just, like, you know, guide you along. That's all. Just find a lady who's willing to do that. Who's patient. Who's not going to just, like, sit on your face
1: like a face hugger. Just... What if I want them to sit on my face? Well, I'm just saying, like, there's there's an art form that comes with that as well. It's not like you're trying to fucking get a piece of meat out from between goddamn couch cushions or something. You're, it's, it's not the same thing. It's not the same as trying to tongue out a piece of meat from between couch cushions, all right? It's not, it's not that. Whole different ballpark and... Everyone's different.
2: It's very similar to taking a piece of pineapple, putting a cherry in it, and then putting it between two pieces of ham and trying to tie that cherry stem, even though there is no cherry stem. Your <laughs> life is a lie.
3: That's what I'm saying. <laughs> My life is a lie. That's kind of something I
1: anticipated for a while now. Have you anticipated the idea that when it comes to your first time that you're going to be so nervous that you won't be able to get an erection? Probably. I mean, I probably...
3: that That is something am worried about is that I'm either going to be so nervous that I can't get any erection, or even worse, I'm so nervous that the second I enter, I just blow my load. Busting point two.
1: That's me on a normal basis. (laughs) Busting point two. Uh, So that has nothing to do with that. That's just, you know... Uh, you know, just keep working with that fleshlight and keep practicing and, um, warm it up, not in the microwave, like with warm water, warm it up to get a little bit. Um, cause the, um, the hot pocket effect, if you will, definitely is a factor to busting in point two. And one of the most
2: important things is just think about your grandma the whole time oh. because you're making her so proud, not because you want, she's just like, get it, get it. And then. Just imagine grandma just grabbing your, grabbing your buttock and pushing you deeper in. That's that's what I do all the time. Helps me finish.
1: With all that being said, let's take a quick commercial break. So Greg, after all these years, I hear you finally got a smartphone.
3: That's right, Mike. I now have the entire internet at my fingertips.
1: That's true. Well, it also makes it easier for you to be able to find and listen to... Porn. Well, you listen to porn? I was going to say 30 Minutes of Mayhem, but... porn. So much
3: porn.
1: I feel like it's kind of weird that you listen to porn. Like, are you just consuming it any way you can? I mean, are you tearing apart, like, old VHS tapes and eating the tape itself to consume the pornography? Maybe. That may be true, but you know there's other apps, you know, great ones, like YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker.
2: Even dating apps that could even get you laid, like
3: Grinder.
1: Huh. I guess I'll have to check that out
3: sometime. Pat on me,
1: While you're doing that, uh, make sure to check out 30 Minutes Mayhem on YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, Streaker and various other apps. Welcome back from that commercial break. Uh, Here we are at Not NPR. Uh, So, we are, Greg, we are working on making Who Wants to Punch Greg's V-Card happen. This is a legitimate thing for listeners. If you want to participate, if you want to take Greg's V-Card, or at least go out on a date with Greg, or just... Come be on the game show and make this happen. Email us 30 minutes of mayhem at gmail.com. Hashtag take Greg's V-card. And we will set this up. But let's just say, now moving into this next topic, Greg, that this doesn't work out. Like, this game show doesn't work out and say we can't get you laid. Or, even for the game show, currently, would you be willing to do things with a hooker? Like, would you fuck a hooker? Would you... Yes.
3: You don't even have to go any farther, any further. Yes, I would fuck a hooker.
1: So if it was, like, in Nevada or whatever, where it's legal, like, prostitution or whatever is legal, brothels, brothels are legal in certain areas, however it works there in, like, Nevada or whatever, you would be willing to do that? Yes. You're not talking about, like, some downtown Subinville, downtown Detroit hooker, right? Or are you fuck just... Fuck
3: uh, no. Okay. No, I mean, like, a, a good one. Like, one doesn't look like they're fucking addicted to heroin and
1: uh, basically a twig at that point. So, if we could get an escort to come and go to dinner with you, not that we would do this because it's illegal, so we would never do that, ever, unless we were in Nevada. We would never, ever do it, is what I'm saying. But if it was a thing that happened, even though we would never do it, you would have no issues with that.
3: No, of course not. I mean, I would like it. I mean, you know, because at this point, it's just like... I got. I I can't do this anymore. I I need to just cash this shit in because this is kind of getting ridiculous and embarrassing.
1: So so many so many questions here. So do you think there will ever be a point in which you're just like, all right, methed out heroin hooker, and then you're like, yep. No big deal. Make sure it's not a police officer. Do you think there would ever be a point to where you'll come to that in your life, or come in that in your life, whichever way you want to take it? There. I really
3: hope not. If it, if I ever get to that point, I'll probably just, you know, swallow a shotgun or something.
1: I don't know if you're, if that's code for dick or what. But if you ever feel yeah. like you're getting to the point to where you're willing to fuck a heroin hooker, you let you let us know, and we'll try to help you prevent <laughs> that from happening. I'm dead ass, I'm dead ass serious. I feel like I can speak for Emmanuel, Nick, and myself here. And anyone who is a listener, especially the ones that donated their porn to you, if you're willing to fuck a heroin hooker, uh, we, we, we can send you to some sort of rehab or whatever at that point. Or give you maybe if we give you more magazines, that'll help. Um, I just
0: want to point out the, uh, the stark contrast of you completely shrugging off the, the suicide joke here and then saying, but we really need to get you into help and rehab if you're willing to fuck this kind of person.
2: <laughs> when I heard the shotgun of the mouth, I interpreted it as, I will take a really big dick to my mouth if I have to.
1: So he's saying he's willing to fuck a dude before fucking a heroin hooker is what, is what I've gathered from that. Oh, uh, gosh. Another quick, necessarily, not necessarily related question for you, Greg. You talked about, like, it's just getting pathetic. Mm-hmm. What happens if you're, if you're in a situation to where this female says, we can do anything that you want. Anything. But it can only be one thing. Anything that you want is on the table. Everything's on the table. But only one thing. And whatever that thing that you choose is, that's the only thing that you can do with a female ever again the rest of your life. So if you were to choose, say, for example, you were to choose, like, you wanted a tit fucker, you would never, ever be able to have vaginal or, like, anal intercourse. It could only be tit fucking. That's the only way you could have. So, like, anything? Like, any, are we j- Anything. She says, anything's on the table. She's like, I am a heroin hooker. Anything is on the table. Five dollars.
3: Uh, Fuck cosplay sex
1: so you mean vaginal intercourse but it's yeah cosplay. yeah
3: like they you you, you know, like they dress up as like a fictional character or something and i fuck them only vaginal yeah because, i mean that's so it's just
0: the vagina that has the cosplay is what you're saying right <laughs> <laughs> it's got a little wig on and everything <laughs>
3: they they do have pubic wigs so i mean you know you can't buy those it's called just, a merkin it
1: the is little skirt It is indeed, and I never understood the purpose of it. Me neither! Me neither. uh, It was explained to me that, um, or actresses, using a fake uh, pubic wig to cover up Yeah, I can imagine.
3: It it, it sounds like
2: a Japanese-made thing, because that's something they revere over there. I don't know if they still do it, but some of the men who did porn over there, they'd have like a fake dick around their real dick.
1: to make
2: it look bigger so all that and so nothing was touching
3: Mm.
1: the whole point of that was we are still doing who wants to punch greg's v card we are still casting for it there is still time for you to enter if you want to punch greg's v card email us 30 minutes at gmail.com hashtag take greg's v card with that being said let's take a quick commercial break i
3: feel like i'm dying you don't sound well buddy You should go see a doctor. But I have no insurance so no one will take me.
1: If only there was a group of people who loved hearing your voice and would do anything to support you. But Mike, what about our listeners? They they probably wouldn't do it for him, Greg. But if I say it's for me... So if you would be so kind to donate to help our sick Mexican friend out. To help cure his
2: festering anal fistula.
1: Yes, his bleeding asshole.
3: Help us. By donating to 30 Minutes of Mayhem via PayPal using 30minutesofmayhem at gmail.com.
0: Muchos gracias, Obama.
3: This is Nostalgia Nostalgia Bomb. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Nostalgia Bomb. This is episode 97, which means that today we will be talking about something that is near and dear to many of us in the podcast's hearts, the good old programming block from Cartoon Network's past, now present, Toonami. Yes, we will be talking about Toonami today, about our experiences with it, our favorite shows from it, etc., etc.
1: So, once again, fellas, let's take it away. Tsunami was garbage and made me hit the Cartoon Network, even though it was only on one day a weekend. Next topic.
2: Actually, and it's heyday.
0: It was every weekday. Yeah,
1: it
3: was, it was uh, on. It was f- on five days. And actually, what's really crazy is if you go the... back to like the very beginning of Tsunami, back in 1997, the very first Tsunami block was mainly like I don't even think there was any anime on it. I think it was just like all those like old. It was Thundercats like, and a bunch yeah, of rerun like, shit. Yeah, like a bunch of um, a lot of those old Hanna Barbera. Bara action cartoons I, like Space Ghost I, and shit was oh, uh, yeah, was on that, there okay, yeah, yeah so like that, that's what it was originally for like I think the first year like they didn't start anime and stuff until I think 1998 and the first one they got I think was of course Dragon Ball Z which was like their bit of course big cash count when they noticed that uh, like oh my God we're we're getting a shit ton of people with with this stuff let's get some more series let's see what else that they they got to offer that we could uh, and then the they brought in
2: for. what was it Sailor Moon and Gundam Wayne. Yeah,
3: they brought they brought in Sailor Moon first. Sailor Moon f- uh, came like I think a uh, little while after uh, Dragon I Ball came, Z.
2: Thanks to Sailor Moon. <laughs> say, great, great definitely.
1: Um, so, real quick to talk about Dra- uh, Dragon Ball Z. So, the only I uh, see, I don't remember pre anime being on Toonami, and me, me neither. I so, just know that because I read about it.
2: I, I re- watched it. I got. I spent like a whole vacation. Like I was obsessed with fucking Gundam Wing. Yes, I said, me too.
1: I do remember Space Ghost being on there, and I, was, I like, I kept trying to watch that show, but I just couldn't get into it. And I think yeah, it, the old they, Space Ghost was awful. I think the the I wasn't the target audience, and that's why I no. couldn't get into it. And Space um, Ghost Coast to Coast, on the other hand, that was great. See, I think I don't know. I, I remember Space Ghost and Space Ghost Coast to Coast. I, I just couldn't get into oh, it. I tried okay. I think I think it just wasn't the target audience. But once they did move into having Dragon Ball Z on there. Because when Dragon Ball Z aired, it was later. And I remember that every once in a while I'd stay up, you know, like not have school stay up. And I would catch it and I was like, oh man, this is such a good show. So what I started doing was uh, I took my VCR, put in the (laughs) blank like VHS tape, set up Mm -hmm. for it to time record. And it would time record when Dragon Ball Z was on. And then when I would come home the next day from school, I would like rewind it and I would watch the episode on the you know nice. the, that's how i had to watch it because of the time in which it aired other than that i couldn't get into anything else so, like i hated gundam and like just all the other shit i i don't think i know they put eventually put bleach on there and then um in or whatever <laughs> oh inuyasha yes oh, yeah. okay yeah yes. i was i was going to say what the f- fuck are you talking about that wasn't Toonami
3: that was uh that was just straight up Adult Swim Adult Swim yeah whenever that came
1: that's when well they moved uh, Toonami only to being on Saturday nights when they
3: resurrected Toonami back in 2012 that it's on Adult Swim which I mean you know when I was growing up and watching stuff on Toonami like I later found out that because it was on a children's t- uh, television network and it was airing during the day that they censored a lot of the episodes of the show so oh, you know
2: like- hell yeah like that was that was a thing like you watch Gundam at, during the daytime block and you're like yeah, what the fuck is this And then you watch Gundam during the nighttime block where they use all the swear words. I was like, I was like, oh my God, this is so cool.
3: Growing up, you know, I watched a lot of the shows and I just saw, you know, the version that was on Toonami. And, you know, a few years down the line, I got older and I began getting my own money or, you know, I got all these streaming sites began appearing on the Internet. I would look up the shows because it's like, I want to watch them again or I want to watch them, you know, in the original form, you know, before they were censored. And it's like, I mean, some of them, it, it it was pretty easy, like, I mean, with, like, Dragon Ball Z and stuff like that, they mainly just, most of it was just, like, the level of violence and maybe some swearing, but, like, the one that to this day, I still don't know how they managed to get it on Toonami, and how they managed to censor it in any way to get it to, like, be able to be shown on TV during the day, was Tenchi Muyo. Like, I still oh, to this day... Oh, I fucking day, love Ten- I think I know, Tenchi. No, 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 Mugyo don't get me is wrong. A pervert. Oh, I'm dude, pretty yeah. sure that's... That's what made
2: me a pervert in life.
3: Dude, no, yeah, that d- don't get me wrong. That was like yeah, that was like the show that like gave me like my first anime crush. But no, like it, it was like one of those things where it was like <laughs> when I got older and I watched uh, the series like uncensored, yeah. I was like, how the fuck did they come? enough to actually make this deal my question it. is do you, you have me? that shit on dvd so i can watch it no unfortunately i don't i did have the leave first... me alone
2: <laughs>
3: so uh
1: <laughs> few... never speak to me again <laughs> my significant others never watched dragon ball z so i've never watched dragon ball so i decided that you know, we should watch Dragon Ball and then watch Dragon Ball Z. So we got uh, Dragon Ball on, like, DVD or whatever, and we've been watching them. And there is so much little kid penis in yeah. Dragon Ball. Oh, it's yeah. A, it's a little ridiculous. But the uh, original yeah, it fucking... Is
2: original fucking gundam series had like naked little penises and like um there was like one where this girl was like washing all these children so it's a bunch of butt-ass naked children then a butt-ass naked 14 year old
1: but another thing that in Nash uh, however the fuck you say it indianashu Indy-Nosh, yeah. yeah that i one of the things that i remember that's like not necessarily related like related unrelated we were in daytona for the weekend one time and we're in the, like the hotel room they got the tv on i think i just taken a shower i got a shower and ryan is it's ryan and Larry and ryan's bitching about there there's like nothing on this tv and he's like this shit's trash and he's like going through and he he goes on to um adult swim or whatever and it's got that fucking indian or whatever and he's like this fucking dude has like this fucking tail just starts talking all this shit he's like what the fuck is going on with this he's like fuck this shit turns the channel and when he turns the channel it turns to a news story and there's this kangaroo hopping across this racetrack and then just gets obliterated by this fucking car It was like some fucking off-road racing shit or whatever in in Australia or whatever, but it's this kangaroo and then it just gets smacked by this fucking off-road race car thing and Ryan loses his fucking mind. I didn't, I like, I didn't see it good enough, but, like, I saw it and I was like, what the fuck just happened? And Ryan's just, like, cry, <laughs> cry laughing and so is Larry. So now every time I think of that TV show, I think of Ryan just bitching up a storm, literally turning one channel and immediately seeing this kangaroo get hit by a car. <laughs> oh, man, what, what what, a fucking
3: correlation <laughs> between this. <laughs> to be honest i mean this is getting off a of tsunami. i that's a show that i used to like like i liked inuyasha when i was younger but then when i got older and i tried rewatching it again i was like my god this show is awful why the fuck did i even like this in the first place
2: i fucking hated that first like immediate first two three episode arc with fucking miss centipede one it's cool like oh her tits are hanging out uh and then it's like oh my god it's a fucking sp- centipede like i'm fucking terrified of centipedes
3: yeah oh god yeah centipedes are like one of the few things that like the second i see them my fight or flight response like immediately just fucking kicks into overdrive and i just nope the fuck out of there i
2: stomp the shit out of them until until the pain of my father's death goes away so uh, i never stop stomping
1: But, uh, Greg, every time I'm I'm around you and anything flies in the vicinity of you, your flight or flight goes into overdrive. So- yeah,
3: that too. That too. But that's that re- that goes back to, like, a traumatic experience I had as a He was raped by a guy child. in costume. <laughs> I told you we weren't going to talk about that on the podcast, Nick. Sometimes he looks up
2: into his window and still sees him. Buzz. Buzz. <laughs> Buzz. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well yeah um he's got one, one the... he's got one wing that's a little bit smaller than the other <laughs> <laughs> one, one day greg finds out that that person in the bee costume is the naked old man with one arm and a crooked dick <laughs> he's like what, what, my what... my uh giving him candy through the candy machine didn't work I will fly around this window in this elaborate contraption as though he's Dr. Robotnik from Sonic, hell-bent on raping Greg. At, at, some, at some point, I wonder if Greg's going to be too old for him, or if this old man with the one arm and crooked dick is just going to die.
2: <laughs> he just gets stuck in the window sill, <laughs> and Greg can never be able to like truly peel him out all the way. He like <laughs> grabs him and just his like, head and arms are left. <laughs> <laughs> like one of those wasps that gets stuck in the back of your
1: fucking car window. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, it gets stuck between the window and the screen. Uh, At what point did they move it to um, only Saturdays? Because that was that the was point, like early. That 2000. was two thousand four. Yeah. Two
3: thousand four is when that ha- I and I
1: specifically remember it. It was May first, two thousand four. Um, Greg's life was think.
2: destroyed.
1: They always had, well, they had Futurama, Family Guy, and all that shit that they had on, and then on Saturdays, it was that garbage. It always pissed me off, because Saturdays, like, was when I could actually, like, stay up, stay up, because Friday, I'd be tired from, like, school or whatever, so I wouldn't stay up that late, and then Saturday, I'd be like, yeah, I could stay up late. Oh, it's this garbage.
0: Picture it, seen a young Emmanuel with his siblings, staying with their three-pack-a-day Grammy in South Carolina. There's tribalism among the siblings right now, and Emmanuel is the one that's left out of this three-sibling household. So what's he do? He watches some TV, stumbles across *Tsunami*, something he's seen here and there. By the way, I did watch Dragon Ball Z and Pokemon up to this point, but I'm scrolling through, and I stumble upon the beat, like, probably, like, ten minutes in of a movie called Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind, and I fucking love that movie. It's a Miyazaki film, all sorts of shit, and I fell in love with *Tsunami* after that point.
3: *Tsunami* really introduced, introduced me to like a shit ton of different stuff.
1: Greg, do you feel as though Toonami is responsible for your love of watching animated females get tentacle fucked?
3: Uh, probably okay yeah i mean i'd love to talk about this forever but we talked about as much as we could about toonami you know once again uh if you have any comments about toonami put in the comments below we'd love to hear some feedback from you listeners once again guys thank you and uh this has been another episode of nostalgia bombs and we'll be back to 30 minutes of mayhem after this commercial break
0: she stole my heart but how could she not she was always close to it. I loved her when she was dirty, and I loved her when she was clean. She kept me warm, but knew when I needed space. Sometimes our relationship would pull at the seams, but I know it will last forever. La Camisa, by 30 Minutes of Mayhem, available at May That's Mayhem.
1: The question is, if you go back in time and help yourself beat your meat, does it make you gay?
2: I think I sort of addressed this, and um, this is what I can't even remember the name of the episode because it's so fucking long and complicated.
1: Quantum physics theory of relativity.
2: Yeah, the quantum physics theory of relativity. Um, No, in fact, you having sex with yourself
1: isn't gay.
3: No, it's masturbation.
1: Correct. So you're going back in time, and you just like... You just go back in time, and you remember that one time that you were just trying to crank the one out, and you were like right there, and you just couldn't fucking get to it, and your like wrist is giving out on you, and you're just like, you know, I, I would give anything,
2: I would give anything for future me to just come kneel down, meet me eye to eye, and just grab on and say, "I got you, bud." <laughs>
1: So what happens if future Nick comes back in time and, and jerks you off, Greg? Does that make you gay?
3: Okay, if it was future Nick, then uh, yes, that would probably be weird. But, but it's uh,
1: not current Nick,
2: so technically it's not someone who currently exists.
3: Look, I'm just going to say this. like, I don't want you anywhere near me uh, when I'm naked, okay, Nick? we have gone over this before, but... Uh, you know, I, I'm i still a little uncomfortable, especially after, you know, the, the past we've had, what with you know, the the devil mask and everything.
2: That was not me. And you know what? I find it offensive that you'd let the devil enter you before me.
1: <laughs> so what if now that things have changed for you, Greg, like you have this whole different perspective on life, what if Nick with a Bill Clinton mask, sits behind you as you're looking at this Bill Clinton and uh, what's-his-nuts fucking playgirl issue, and he sits behind you and he gives you a reach-around while you're both looking at that issue. Does that make you gay?
3: If not completely gay, then bisexual at most, but yeah, I probably would. In some I, way. I don't think so, because you know what?
2: If anyone asks, I did not have sexual relations with Greg. <laughs> so uh, not gay.
1: Uh... I think that if you go back in time and help yourself beat off, it does not make you gay. I'm not
0: sure, honestly, because when you think about it, it's kind of like, are you going back in time because you feel like you're worth it that much? Or are you going back in time because it's the dick that you're most comfortable with?
1: My question is... Is that always going to be a past time, a past tense, not past time, a past tense orgasm? Or if you were beating yourself, if you went back in time and future you is beating off current you, is future you also going to have an orgasm at the same time that you're coming?
2: (laughs) It's like you just discovered this new technique where like hand backwards and then you do this pinky flick on the tip. Like you're like, man, if only I knew about this when I was younger. And then you're going back and you're like, I'm about to show you something, little Nick
1: say it's that situation now so say current day nick goes back and helps like 15 year old nick beat off does that make him a pedophile
0: oh that's that's actually a pretty good one i'm not gonna get involved with this
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna
2: burn that videotape and never speak of it again
1: (laughs) so greg what what do you what do you think to that so if current day almost 30 year old greg goes back in time back when you discovered porno in 2003 Helps 2003 Greg uh, beat his meat. Does that make you a pedophile?
3: Probably. I mean, I would have to say that that would be really, uh, really creepy. So, uh, yeah, that would definitely be something I definitely would not do.
1: Okay, so what? What if your parents find this magazine with Bill Clinton on the this Playgirl from 1994 with Bill Clinton and Al Gore on the cover of it? They think you're gay, so you go back in time to help yourself prevent from that happening, from that from happening, because you remember back in 2003 when you first discovered porn that you were having all these issues with, with jerking off, and you're like, oh, I'm not gonna do it. Like, God hates me if I do this, and. And, like, I'm going to be banished from the church, and you tried it a few times, and you kind of gave up on it, and then finally, eventually, it worked. And what if what you're not remembering from the first time it worked was, it, was you coming from the future to help you, because you mastered it by this point, to help you jerk off at that point in time?
3: I honestly don't know how to respond to that. Great, I mean, like I, shit's I getting
1: complicated, even yeah. for me right <laughs> yeah.
0: now. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of paradoxes and, like... Yeah, it's, it's, about...
3: just, it's just like, oh my god, I, I already... Eh. It's your kids, yeah, Morgan. We have to jerk off your
2: kids. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we
2: broke the continuum. No.
1: <laughs> what it boils down to, what I'm saying here is, you go back in time. If you go back in time and you and you have yourself no longer have the shame of masturbation at an earlier time period than what you did when the first time that you had your your very first uh, orgasm. So you go back in time and help yourself have an orgasm before the first one you had, and because the orgasms earlier, it changes the timeline, and that prevents your parents from finding this playgirl magazine. Does that make you a pedophile? Jesus
3: Christ, uh, fuck. Uh, yes, I guess because I mean I'm still you know jerking off an underage uh, underage kid.
1: But you're not jerking off an underage kid. You're jerking off you in the past.
3: Yeah, but you're still underage because you went back in time and you're you're underage now. What are you trying to get I, me to say? You kn- I mean, you're I trying definitely. to get me into a position where no matter what I say, you're going to, you know, fucking twist it out of shape. Because I know that if I, ugh, that if I said yes, you would be like, oh, that makes me a pedophile. Oh, because I know how you guys fucking work. Okay, so I'm not even going to. Like, hey, man,
0: you? I'm I'm on your side. <laughs> I'm not talking about you. And this is why I'm, he, I'm here for a hashtag to Greg. Kingdom. So, Greg, if you go back in time and you're forced to either gouge out Anne Frank's eyes or fuck her, but she gets to live, what do you choose? And which one makes you the Nazi? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's no other choice, Greg.
1: So, what we will leave it up to is we will live it, up, uh, leave it up to the listeners. So let us know by emailing us or commenting on whatever source that you're looking at us on tweet us at 30 M I N S of mayhem on Twitter. I uh, message it on Facebook or leave a comment, whatever. And let us know what you think about this topic and about the scenarios that I presented. And that does it for another episode of 30 Minutes of Mayhem. I have been your host, my name is Michael Mayhew and I have been here with my co-hosts Nick and Greg. And don't forget to check us out on YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, all those different locations. We are available on so many more sites than just the ones listed there. Don't forget to donate to us on PayPal using 30 Mayhem at gmail.com That really does it for this episode and I hope you have enjoyed it. Later, fellas. (laughs)